to another episode of Live Planted. I'm your host, Alyssa. If you're new around here, Live Planted is all about living a practical, sustainable, vegan, and kind life. There is no one right way to live this lifestyle, which is why I try to bring you different perspectives, different guests every single week. There's a new episode every single Tuesday. Some you will hear solo episodes with me talking about one topic in depth. Other times we're interviewing someone, hearing their point of view, how they live their lifestyle, and what tips and tricks they can share. Today we're doing a Life's Not That Serious episode about carrying a heavy mental load, which is also called emotional labor. If you don't know, Life's Not That Serious is a motto that I use around here. It is about forgetting perfectionism, being present, leaving behind insecurities and habits that aren't serving you, just being aware, being present. Before we get into that, let's do a few shout outs. If you don't know, we do shout outs every single week where you can be a part of the podcast. You can ask your questions over on Instagram. I am at liveplanted. Send me your questions about anything and you may hear your Instagram name read on the podcast. So today's comes from Linda Simia and she says, what's your stance on thrifting leather shoes, bags, and belts? So I've talked about this with past guests before. I know Andrea of Be Zero Waste Girl and Jenny of Where I Live. We have talked about it on their episodes, which I will link in the description a little bit more in depth if you want to get into it. But my stance is that these items already exist. They are already in the waste stream. And so we might as well use them, take them out of the waste stream. I would much rather buy something used than buy something brand new if the item already exists. And if you think about the new item, it takes a heck of a lot of resources to get that new item into our buying stream. So I'd rather take something out of the waste stream. If you don't know, a lot of items in thrift stores or secondhand stores of any sort actually only exist in those stores for a very short time. When they come into the stores, they are marked with a color or a letter or a number indicating what day they came in on. Most items only last about a month or so before being tossed out due to such a large inventory coming in into the thrift stores or any sort of secondhand store. So they either go straight to landfills or they go to developing countries, which have talked in the past about how they do not want any of our cast-offs of old t-shirts and old clothes that we don't want anymore. They do not want to take them. There used to be a really big uproar about vegans wearing leather and how it basically advertises the use of leather while you're wearing it, you're wearing it around, you're showing it off basically is what people used to always say. But I think now that argument's a bit outdated because we have such advanced vegan leathers that now there really isn't a difference to the eye or even sometimes to the touch between a vegan leather and a regular leather that even if you choose a vegan leather, let's say a boot or a purse, people can't tell whether you're quote advertising regular leather, let's say it's secondhand leather. I would never buy new leather, but let's say it's a secondhand leather boot versus a vegan leather boot. You can't really tell the difference. They're such great dupes these days that that argument I think is a little bit outdated. So for me personally, I feel good about 
taking something out of the waste stream. That's one of my big initiatives. I would never support new animal products, but I would rather take something from the waste stream before it just goes straight to a landfill and purchase something brand new. Okay, speaking of animal prints, at averit 73 asked, what about wearing animal prints? Where I work, even on-trend, cruelty-free animal prints get a, ew, aren't you vegan reaction. People have asked if these prints go against my ethics. I feel that I can adhere to my morals and still be fashionable. Any advice? These situations do come up where people are just generally confused or maybe they're just generally trying to poke fun at you because they don't understand the vegan lifestyle, the ethics behind it, the morals. I say wear what you'd like and don't let anyone take that away from you. Getting dressed every day is one of the best forms of creativity we all have at our fingertips daily. Don't let somebody else mock you or put boundaries on your fashion. You're well within your moral compass and you shouldn't have to prove that to anybody else by wearing a leopard print blouse or whatever it may be. Anyone asking questions like that is either just curious to trying to start a conversation like, what does veganism actually entail? Can you wear animal prints? I thought that anything animal is off limits. They don't know. Or they're just trying to give you a hard time. And sometimes it's a little bit of both. That's okay. That comes with living sort of a different lifestyle. Sometimes you're gonna have questions like that. The whole point of veganism is to do no harm to animals and not to steer clear of fashion trends. Getting dressed is just such a great creativity, like I said before. So don't let anyone take that away. Whatever you want to wear, wear it proud. Okay, so let's get into today's main topic. So I said at the beginning of the podcast, it is sort of about a mental load. I read an article about how women carry most of the mental load in their households and in life and have been wanting to talk about it. I think this idea of a mental load is what leads to guilt, to burnout, to feeling stretched too thin, and it doesn't have to pertain to your household. It can be just in life in general. The American Psychological Association reports a gender gap year after year, showing that women consistently report higher stress levels. This is also called emotional labor. So things like menu planning for your household, remembering birthdays, assembling the grocery list, taking stock that your dish soap is running out and then making sure to buy a new one before you run out. Small things that really add up if we're not careful, but they sort of are things that go unnoticed. Some people call these the duties that are expected but go unnoticed. So these are things, again, like the dish soap. Nobody's going to notice that you are mentally taking inventory, like, ooh, that's almost out, got to add that to the grocery list, got to make sure I get that before the next few days and I will be completely out of dish soap. But it's something you're carrying around, you're taking inventory of in your brain, and it adds to your mental load every single day. The reason I wanted to bring this up is because according to my data, my podcast data, the Live Planted audience is 93% women. So along with living any sort of alternative lifestyle, veganism, zero waste, even if you're just trying to make more sustainable choices, it creates more work and more consciousness every single day than a traditional lifestyle. If you are striving towards zero waste, you need to be conscious of 
things that are wrapped in plastic and can you make something? Can you buy something different? Is there a different option for you than might be the most easily accessible item at the grocery store? It creates a little bit more of a barrier because you have to do a little bit more work when you're trying to live a non-traditional lifestyle. I'm sure many of us have experienced an overflowing mental load at one point or another. So how can we combat this? I've been thinking a lot about the mental load, the emotional labor. So here's a few things that I wanted to bring up. One, juggle your balls in life accordingly. I heard a great metaphor recently about juggling in life. So it sounds a little bit funny, I know, but if you think about it, there is glass balls and rubber balls. One will shatter if you drop it, if you drop that task or that mental thought, and one has the ability to bounce back if you let it go for a bit or just a short time or a long time. It's rubber, it can bounce around, it's okay, it will survive. We're all out here juggling, trying to improve ourselves, make it all work. We need to take stock on which are our glass balls, things like getting to work every day, grocery shopping so you can have vegan options in your home, and whatever else makes your life tick that you can't drop, you can't let down. Then there's the rubber balls, things you want to get to, but it's okay if you can't complete. Meditating this morning, driving extra far to the grocery store with a bulk section, making your own coconut yogurt. Those are all things you can drop because if you don't make your own coconut yogurt, you're gonna survive. Maybe you have to buy something in a container this week. Maybe you have to do without this week. It's okay, you can pick that back up at another time when you have more space in your life to juggle the DIYs or whatever it is. So just taking stock of what's a glass ball, what's a rubber ball, what's immediately necessary, what needs to happen now, and what can be left on the line. And not letting yourself feel a lot of guilt for not completing those things that are more like a rubber ball task. So number two, Don't treat self-care like a special occasion. I've talked about self-care a couple different times on the podcast and how I sort of like the idea of self-care, but also it's quite an industry now. There is people whose sole base on social media is just to talk about self-care. There is companies that are just to spread products for self-care. I think the concept of self-care is often confused with overindulging and treating yourself. But at its core, self-care is really much simpler than that. Self-care is getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, moving your body, eating a healthy diet. It doesn't mean lounging with a face mask and expensive treatments, getting your nails done, having a massage. Just treat yourself right and do the basics. So many of us forget every single day that we need an adequate amount of sleep. The effects in your life, if you're not getting enough sleep, are incredible. Especially if you have multiple days in a row where you're not getting enough sleep, it can be like you are under the influence of a beer or a few beers if you go without sleep for so long. Because you're deprived, your brain is moving a little bit slower, it doesn't have quite a fast reaction, which is also something that happens if you're intoxicated. A lot of people don't realize that our brain starts to sort of function in the same way if we aren't taking care of it. 
So just some really simple things, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, moving your body every day. And that doesn't mean you have to go to a yoga class. That doesn't mean you have to do sprints. It just means taking a 30 minute walk if that's all you can get in, taking a 10 minute walk if that's all you can get in. Just moving your body, getting the blood flowing, getting some peace of mind away from a screen for a little bit. Treat yourself right. It doesn't have to be some crazy indulgent moment. You can also have a crazy indulgent moment if that's what you feel, if that's what you have time for. But if not, you can still participate in self-care and you still should be participating in self-care. And the last thing I wanted to talk about is asking for help. So many of us live in this world today where it's embarrassing to ask for help. A lot of times in Life's Not That Serious episodes, I talk about embarrassing. I think there's so many different things that we consider embarrassing or shameful in today's world. And asking for help is definitely one of those big things that we consider completely shameful. If you need to ask for help, it means you're less than, it means you're not able to accomplish it, it means you're not good enough, you're not doing it well enough, you're not smart enough. Whatever these lies are we've told ourselves of why you have to ask for help and why you shouldn't have to ask for help, they are not true. It's just another way to continue with the heavy mental load and also to add guilt onto your life, which only hurts your mental load, your emotional labor more. So if you think about one of the oldest philosophies of all time is the oxygen mask philosophy. So when you're on a plane, they always tell you at the beginning of every single flight, if an emergency happens, When you pull down the oxygen mask, make sure and put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can put it on anyone else. You've got to help yourself before you can help somebody else. And I know that sounds maybe a little bit detrimental for asking for help, but in the end, it's about helping yourself. If you can ask for help and take something off of your mental load, even if you're asking just a question to clarify something at work, or if you're asking someone in your household if they can take over a task or a duty for you to take that off of your plate, however big or small this asking for help may be, You've got to help yourself and realize that mental load that you've taken on is now reaching a tipping point where it's becoming heavy. It's becoming laborious. It's becoming a lot to deal with. Maybe you have resentments because you have such a heavy mental load in your household or at your job or at school in a project. Whatever it is, ask for help. Ask others. Direct others on how they can help you, on how they can take part in the tasks, in the mental load. A lot of times people don't even realize how much you have on your plate, whether it be in the school project or in your household, until you start verbalizing it. Communicate what's going on and ask for help. So that's it. Just a quick reflective episode today. You guys always tell me you want more Life's Not That Serious episodes. So here it is. Here's exactly what you were asking for. If there's something you want to hear, you can always message me over on Instagram. I am at liveplanted. I think a topic like this pertains to not only people who are living a vegan zero waste, whatever it is, non-traditional lifestyle, but all of us, we've all got a lot on our mental plate that sometimes it's nice to take inventory, be present, and slow down a little bit. So hopefully this was helpful. Again, if you'd like to be a shout out, you can also message me over on Instagram. I am at liveplanted. In the meantime, remember to live planted. Bye guys.